0: One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hey, everybody. So we're not so live at the Academy Award nominations this year. (laughs) Sorry to break tradition after a few years of doing this, but I had a very busy day and still busy day. And I couldn't actually do a live broadcast and live, ed- you know, edit right after to be able to talk about the Oscar nominations. But I'm here now, and I also got Bradley with me. Hello! Hey! Everyone's busy today. We only had a few people to actually available to talk about this at all in the first place. So, this feels interesting because we've got the two of us talking about a paired nomination announcement just like it was, you know, the last few years. And also, over a phone call, and probably it will be just as awkward (laughs) as that one was today.
1: Yeah. Like, you could tell they had rehearsed lines, because they kept breaking character with each other. And I thought, why not just hook them up and have them read the nominations and not prepare a script at all? Because when they stepped away from their script, they were wonderful.
0: Uh, I thought they were wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. Like a like a... I don't know. I don't know. I... Look, okay... I just don't think that Leslie Jones and Tracy Ellis Ross have any chemistry with each other. At least, not any that they displayed in this video. Because,
1: and I agree with you on that. But when she laughed and was all like, "Dude, you're you're reading my lines," and he was like, "I I I read what I want," you know, that was fun. I mean, it was a, technically, as you said, a disaster. That <laughs> that would happen, it... but I thought that was funny.
0: Yeah, it was pretty disastrous to me. Uh, it made me really, really miss, uh, what's their names, Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas from last year, where it's like, you know what, those guys were very professional and very good in front of cameras and very natural with each other because they're married. Yeah, so. and also he had a
1: really fun gold suit that everyone was like, he looks ridiculous, and then immediately oh. looked up where they could buy a gold suit.
0: Yeah, and then she was wearing that big blue dress where I yeah. think we compared her to Cookie Monster as well. So. Maybe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
1: Eating up these nominations. <laughs>
0: no oh, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, we're talking about the actual Oscar nominations, though. So this is going to be fun, hopefully. Because, you know, it's one of those years where there's a lot of years you have the very safe bets and the very, like, uh, yeah, we all kind of saw that coming. This had a lot of those. And then a cane just went, oh, yeah, and uh, also this. Everyone's <laughs> just like, what? 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 <laughs> why What? Right? <laughs> well, why don't we just start right off the bat with the Best Picture nominees. So, oh, we got yeah. here Belfast, which, you know, I I have been a champion of that movie, so I'm glad to see it get nominated. Then Coda, which I have still not seen yet, but I know everyone who saw it that I know really liked it. Apple TV. Woo! Don't Look Up, which I am also on the side of having not seen it, but I'm also not terribly bothered, but... It spoke to the audience it was meant for. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, drive my car, which was a huge surprise that it it was going to dominate international feature. You know, not, no one doubted that. But best picture and director and screenplay and international feature—that's pretty solid <laughs> for this movie.
1: Why didn't it have a, a super wide release like three months ago? Oh, that's right. Never mind. Because it's a
0: three-hour Japanese epic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, I hear it's quite good. I'm hoping to get a chance to see it soon. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, also, Dune, which second most nominations of the night went to Dune, and wow. weirdly not Best Director, but hey, that's still pretty good for it. Uh, King Richard, you know, I, I made my opinion clear on that one in our review. It's, it's fine. You know, anything. It it feels like, again, it's one of those things where it spoke to the audience it was meant for, and that audience was people who like the Williams family. <laughs> Yeah, the <laughs> kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Yeah,
0: licorice pizza, which hey, Paul Thomas Anderson once again on this list because everyone loves Paul Thomas Anderson. But to be fair, having seen this movie, it is legitimately really good too. Oh, so. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to be for everybody, but you know, if you can get past the maybe somewhat squeaky nature of what the premise is, it's a really good slice of life, little you know, drama comedy kind of thing. Then the curveball one of many curveballs that happened this this morning was Nightmare Alley for Best Picture, where literally nobody was predicting that.
1: <laughs> well, I saw it last night just because I heard everyone was saying, yo, Brad, you'd really like Nightmare Alley. Uh, this would be a good double feature with The Prestige, not with <laughs> Hellboy. It is not that <laughs> yeah. kind of movie. I love I like that, that, yeah. that
0: like seeing Diego del Toro go out of his comfort zone. Absolutely. Yeah, I've always said that. He's better either writing things in Spanish or, in this case, doing something that's not his own original work. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. And then also, of course, the big juggernaut of the night, The Power of the Dog, with 12 nominations, got up for Best Picture as well. Which, wow. And then West Side Story for the people who saw that movie.
1: There you go. I did not <laughs> see it. I am aware of the play. I did not see the movie.
0: Yeah, I've not seen Certain it either. Musical. I. It's one of those ones where, I guess, I think most people just felt this way, where it's like, hey, we've seen the original movie, and there's not a huge rush to go see a remake, and I could probably watch it at (laughs) home and enjoy it just the same as in the theaters, kind of thing. Yeah, so, that's a bummer. But, hey, you know what the good thing about that? Ten actual nominees! My goodness! (laughs) Woo! Yeah, they actually buckled down and said, okay, fine, here you go, kind of thing. So, I'm content, I've been saying that the whole arbitrary, you know, anywhere between six to ten nominees any given year. That's that's horse crap. Just just give it ten nominees. That's yeah. totally fine. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean again, Nightmare Alley was a strange out of nowhere left turn, but I'm not a an honest about that.
1: You know? Yeah, I it's loved that. it. Yeah.
0: So I think that's a solid list. I know there's some snubs here, and I'm just not thinking about it. Well, okay, the one that I was upset about that there's no love for Tick, Tick, Boom in this category. You got a couple things, but yeah. Oh well,
1: <laughs> I had to pick that over some of these, and also Spencer. I kind of deep cut, secretly loved Spencer. I just don't okay. like to talk about it because leading up to its release, I was like, oh, I don't want to see no princess die movie. The royal family sucks. And then I saw Spencer and. Yeah, I, got, I ate so much crow that summer. We'll just leave it at that. Mm. <laughs> tasty crow, my favorite. Tasty, tasty crow.
0: But yeah, no, it it's a pretty good movie. I didn't love it, love it, but I really liked what I saw. Yeah. Of so uh, the movie that in the trailers seems to indicate like, oh yeah, the royal family totally murdered Princess Diana. And then having watched the movie, I'm like, Maybe it doesn't really directly say that at all, but overall, oh well, no,
1: it's subtext. People keep uh-huh. the subtext,
0: deep subtext there. <laughs> yeah, there's probably a few other snubs, but I can't honestly say I'm upset at all with these picks. It's, it's about what everyone was predicting was going to make it onto the list. Yeah, I, I mean, all
1: the Netflix, amazing Netflix films, nothing made it. Uh, I loved The Harder They Fall, huge Western guy. Oh, The Power of the Dog, was that Netflix?
0: Yeah, well, don't look up and power the dogger.
1: What? Movies. Oh well, shut my mouth. I guess I just wanted <laughs> the "Harder They Fall" to be on here and don't talk on trash you don't, unless thing. you know what you're talking about, man. Yes, I'm <laughs> so bad at that. See, this is why I'm eating crow all the time. But yes, I like the harder they fall. And I'll
0: leave it at that. I mean, that's a fun movie, but it's not an Oscar movie. Kind oh of well, 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 that's so. what I'm saying. Where's all the fun movies?
1: Code is fun. Code is a fun movie on here.
0: The Oscars are not fun. That's not the thing. They don't be fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard no, licorice
1: pizza was fun too.
0: That is a fun movie, and so is Dune, you know, for an action film kind of thing. And sure, yeah. And West Side Story will probably entertain some people and not depress the crap out of them. No, <laughs> I don't think I've that's heard. a fun
1: story at all.
0: Well, because, I mean, it's the musical numbers. They're so light and fluffy. And then, yeah. with especially the way they directed this movie, it's like, oh, from what I've heard, it's pretty bleak.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> In interpretation.
1: I've heard that, too.
0: Yeah. But then uh, Best Director we also got here, which is Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. I think Mm -hmm. it's the best thing he's directed that's not Shakespeare in his repertoire, so that's good. Rizuki Hamaguchi for Drive My Car, which I always called it that there's always going to be one international nominee they try to throw in there last minute kind of thing. Sure. And in particular, the L.A. film critics love Drive My Car. And, you know, most of the voting body is in L.A., so there you go. Then Paul Tom Sanderson for Liquor's Pizza. Sure. Hey, it's nice to see comedy films or at least dramatic comedies get recognized jane campion for power of the dog which i mean come on is there any question that she's gonna win this award
1: not for me i think not this, for me either i think that's the winner by uh yeah well I and then steven Harry spielberg
0: for yet. west side story because of course it's steven spielberg you know. yeah it's a musical this his first musical yeah i mean hey he's a spit he, he's a skilled enough director that he can make it work you know it's not like he's just like an amateur trying to go to a new genre kind of thing but yeah you know it's a solid list of directors uh I'm a little upset that Denis Villanueva didn't get any love, so that's a yeah, bummer, but okay. Sad. Yeah. And, I mean, I know there's a few other people who probably could have taken this spot as well, but, again, it's one of those things where you're trying to pick the people who are legitimately good and the people who have good friends who vote for them kind of sure. thing.
1: Did you so. see um, The Lost Daughter? Was that Maggie Gyllenhaal's?
0: I did. I thought she directed that movie beautifully and no nominations for her. So sad. Not even writing. Oh, sorry. No, no. She was nominated for writing. But oh, directed, she was just as good directing as a writer in that case. So, oh, yeah. uh, well. But yeah, so best actor is Javier Bardem for... <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I just got to make a little rant about this. Look, I love Javier Bardem. I have not seen Being the Ricardos. I know from you and your family, you're like, mm, it was all right kind of thing. Apparently, we're just okay with the very Spaniard actor playing the very Cuban actor in the situation. Like, nobody batted an eye over this. Nobody said, hey, maybe that's whitewashing or brownwashing or whatever kind of term we're going to use for that kind of thing.
1: No, I wouldn't know what term to use. But I've heard nothing but, eh, like that noise about his performance in this. I said, oh, Harvey O'Brien, he's incredible. And yeah. even people who are fans of him said, well, he was great in Dune, but this, it was like, it was like, a Frankenstein's monster trying to convince people he was human is the most mean- Which is funny, because he almost played
0: Frankenstein in the Dark Universe franchise. Oh, he would, have, he would have nailed that. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, he doesn't look or sound anything like Desi Arnaz. And um, he's a great actor, but it just seems like a weird, like, well, it's Javier Bardem. We love this guy kind of nomination. Yeah. So, whatever. He stole it from more deserving people. But some people who were deserving got nominated were pretty much everybody else, because it's Benedict Cumberbatch for Power of the Dog. Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom, yay. Uh, Will Smith for King, uh, King Richard. And then Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. Which, yeah. those four were all pretty much guaranteed to make it onto the list kind of thing.
1: Oh, absolutely. This is a very front-loaded, nominational category. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, you know, usually I'm all like, what is that person doing here? And I know we just trashed Harvey Arbor Dan. But uh, I'm, I'm not mad about Harvey Ardern being recognized for his incredible talent, and the other four. Damn, Andrew Garfield's like all alone in this. Like this is oh no, he's an Oscar darling too, right? From Social well, Network.
0: The, the big one-two punch here because I mean he was previously nominated for Hacksaw Ridge. That was his previous. One and here. Hacksaw Ridge? No, he wasn't nominated for Social Network though.
1: So, oh, that—that's yeah. bull.
0: I know. Only Jesse Eisenberg got any love that year. For that all thing. right. Yeah, but, he you know, this is definitely, I think, one of his very, very best performances he's ever done. Yeah, same. So
1: Absolutely. And
0: it's going to be a matter of whether people think that to vote for him, or if Will Smith being overdue is going to give him the edge kind of thing. Sure, because
1: so. I do think he should have won for Ali, because I always forget who won that year. But... Um,
0: that year, when it, was, it was Denzel Washington who won that year. Well, so, there I mean, you go. Come, then, He wasn't going to beat Denzel Washington on training day.
1: I'm not mad. Yeah. No.
0: No, 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 no. Which <laughs> Denzel is just happy to be on this list because he is really good in *Tragedy Macbeth* and the bits I've seen. Just you know, not enough people saw that movie.
1: <laughs> it's Shakespeare, you heathens.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. That's but then, best actress, was. we got Jessica Chastain for *The Eyes of Tammy Faye*, which I can already hear Melina just going over that. <laughs> <kind of thing. laughs> uh, Olivia Colman for *The Lost Daughter*, which she was fantastic in that movie, so no complaints mm-hmm. there. Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers, I have not seen that movie yet, but I hear she's great. I mean, Penelope Cruz is a great actress, so I'm going to take their word for it on that one. She is. She is. Yeah. Nicole Kidman for Being the Ricardos, which seems to be the one performer in the cast of that movie that was the most acclaimed, you know, in comparison. Okay. Yeah, like... I mean, it's one of the things, again, being the Ricardo has got a very up and down response, but it seems like most people are pretty happy with her in that movie. I'm just
1: saying everyone kind of dogpiled on her like, she's not even she's not a real redhead. She's too old. She doesn't do <laughs> comedy. And I, I don't know. There's a thing
0: called makeup and hair coloring that people can use. And, and, and
1: also, making- are we seriously going to pretend Nicole Kidman isn't a talented actress right now? You guys, yeah. everybody settle She's down.
0: actually racked up yeah. quite an impressive career if you look at all the films Absolutely she's been in she has. how many yeah. Oscar noms she's gotten. So. For sure. But then the big one, hey, royal family, screw you. You can't sabotage Kristen Stewart because she is now <laughs> Oscar nominee Kristen Stewart for Spencer.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had to burn up all my jokes about this one, but I want her <laughs> to win. I want her to win so bad. I loved this performance.
0: It was great. I, I loved it too that there's that uh, what was it when they brought in Terry O'Neill out of nowhere I think, was it Terry O'Neill no Ty, Titus O'Neill uh, who they brought in for the announcements and then they brought that one student that's like yeah this is so and so they're a humongous fan of all the Twilight films and I kept thinking oh this person's going to be either so happy or so disappointed with, when this category comes <laughs> that's <up."> right yeah <laughs> uh, well good, good for of... her though yeah, yeah that's, that's great she is really good in this movie so I, I don't mind yeah uh, but now the question is it, will that push for a win? Because there's no like it seems to be based on previous stuff with the award season that's going to be between her and Nicole Kidman, which I don't know. Now that she's back in the running, maybe she's back to being the front runner, but I don't know. We'll see.
1: I hope I so. Think. I really hope so. She was supposed to take the awards circuit by storm, and then all of a sudden she wasn't being nominated at all. Penelope Cruz as well for Parallel mo- Mothers. I've heard nothing but beautiful adjectives describing her amazing work and i didn't see any nominations for her either so it's good that she's here as well but what a yeah. weird category i have no idea who to pick are they just going to give it to coleman again because it's safe because i wouldn't complain I mean, coleman
0: is incredible and she was great in the movie too so she would deserve it so. and
1: i i haven't seen the eyes of tammy faye i've honestly not heard good or bad or anything about it but it
0: kind of just came and went honestly yeah <laughs> I know yeah, it's a I mean,
1: touchy subject for people who are for and are against this type of biopic. So yeah, I guess, maybe uh, well, I guess Tammy Faye so... Baker particularly, too. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sure.
0: Yeah. So, But, I mean, hey, it's nice to see Jessica Chastain in the talks again after, what, she hasn't had an Oscar nomination or any talks of Oscar nominations in almost a decade. So wow. Yeah, wow. I mean, what, the last time she was really an award contender was Zero Dark Thirty, that I remember. Yeah,
1: that's... Yeah. yeah i wasn't even in yeah. canada
0: yet dang oh wow <laughs> but yeah then we got supporting actor which all right this is gonna be an interesting toss-up here we got kieran hines for belfast which he was fantastic in that movie so no complaints although mm-hmm. it was funny too where i'm like hey tracy ellis ross it's pronounced kieran hines not c-r-n-hines or yeah. whatever C-R-N they C-R-N said that, uh, Hines. Ciaran. yeah Something like that. They they were having a hard time pronouncing names. I felt really <laughs> bad <laughs> throughout this. But then we got Troy Kotzer for CODA, which he seems to be the biggest breakout from that movie, uh, playing the dad. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then he's so happy. Jesse Plemons for Power of the Dog, which I'd said that he should have you know been in consideration for an Oscar nomination, and I thought that was going to be you know a nowhere goal because he was not getting any love from anyone but like a few critics associations at this point. Yeah. Yeah, but he's great. He's the right counterbalance to Benedict Cumberbatch in the movie, I would argue. Uh,
1: his character is the only one that knows how to put up with him in a civil way.
0: Exactly. Then randomly, J.K. Simmons for being the Ricardos? Which... Do, you think, do
1: you think this is a clout thing? Again, um, I just haven't heard much about it, the performance.
0: Yeah. It's weird because it's like, look, okay, he's playing Fred, the landlord from I Love Lucy. And, you know, the real actor who played him, William Frawley. So I'm just like... All right, I guess just because he does a pretty good impression, maybe, sort of. Or just because it's J.K. Simmons. and its
1: I'll try but, and watch it tomorrow. We'll, I'll find out. I know.
0: I There's a few of these movies where I'm like, okay, fine. I'll watch it and make my own opinion properly on this. <laughs> you know? Simmons but then is awesome, the man. guy who's probably going to win this category is Cody Smith-McPhee for Power of the Dog. Because he's won every you know competition he's been in so far. You, you don't
1: think it'll go to one of the other three because of the old Power of the Dog split when two people are nominated? <laughs> In the same see, film?
0: yeah, that's the thing where it's like, I would possibly say that, but I'm feeling pretty confident because the other people are all good nominees, but not really any of them other than Troy Kotzer maybe have really like stood out as like, oh yeah, that's the guy. Kind but of
1: Co- thing Cody Smith McPhee in this, and this is why I'm rooting for him. He plays a coming of age story that we rarely get to see. He doesn't discover himself to a smash mouth needle drop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't it's not licorice pizza <laughs> yeah he doesn't
1: change in a way that would be obvious to the people around him no one gives him a rousing speech about how great growing up is it's kind
0: of beautiful and terrifying yeah. so, that's the thing where it's like it's beautiful and also kind of disturbing yeah. when you think about the context of his character
1: right i, I hope more people
0: watch the power of the dog
1: because yeah, of these nominations
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. But then moving on to supporting actress over here. Now, this was a couple of big surprises where one really pleasant surprise, Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter, who, again, nobody really talked about up to this point, but she was honestly just as good as Olivia Colman. Yeah. 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 Which, wow, she was really, really great. Uh, Then Ariana DeBose, who everyone has been championing from West Side Story.
1: Yeah, for uh, a long time now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, The biggest... WTF nomination instead of Katrina Balfa for Belfast it went to Judy Dench who had literally no momentum before this moment
1: <laughs> nope I'm a huge Judy Dench stan as the kids say so I'm very happy with this nomination
0: yeah I mean I love Judy Dench too and she is good in that movie but she's also only in like freaking what 10 minutes of that it, movie it's supporting
1: it's supporting but I only saw yeah. I only saw Belfast man because Judy Dench was in it I'm like that's my girl I'll watch it
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Kirsten Dunst for the power of the dog, which hey, uh, hu- you know, two husband and wife teams that are here because we have her and Jesse Plemons, and then Javier Bardem and Penelope Cruz. Absolutely,
1: so, yeah, that's amazing. That's and then so Angelou hot. Ellis,
0: yeah, and then Angelina Ellis and K- uh, King Richard, which she was also really good in that movie. Too.
1: Yeah, I, I so. would say she's the standout. If you're going to oh about yeah, acting, acting wise, definitely uh, in the scene in which she is required to be a standout. uh Oh yeah, fantastic favorite that, scene of the movie. <laughs> that,
0: That scene was noted as Oscar clip scene. (laughs) Oh, sure. (laughs) How's
1: the the acting in the the tennis player movie? Uh, The scene where they're in the kitchen is the best acted. So do that what you will. (laughs)
0: Because then you have to watch really boringly filmed tennis matches (laughs) in that moment. But yeah, moving on from there, we got original screenplay, which, hey, it's a pretty solid list. We got Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and another pleasant surprise, The Worst Person in the World, which we just reviewed, and the review should be going up the same time this is. That's a great movie. So, cool. I'm happy with that. Yeah. It's, is that streaming it's maybe not the, yet? It's not. It's in a theatrical run right now. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, that's just one of those things where it's like, okay, hey, that's good for them, and good for Joachim Trier, who he's been quietly working as, like, one of the rising stars of Norway at this moment, and now this is kind of his big breakout at the moment. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. So, moving on from there, we got adapted screenplay, which is Coda. I mean, that's not too surprising. Drive My Car, Dune, which surprised me a little, because, like, I don't think many people thought the writing was the strongest part of Dune, but it is a good script. Well, I mean, I they didn't even adapt the full novel. I know, so maybe we'll see <laughs> Dune Part 2 nominated next. Yeah. <laughs> <kind of> <laughs> Uh, Then The Lost Daughter, which is legitimately a really, really well-written movie, so I'm happy about that. And from a first-time scriptwriter with Maggie Gyllenhaal, so pretty impressive. And then The Power of the Dog, which will probably win this category too, just saying.
1: (laughs) Now, has anyone won Best Written, Best Directed, and Best Picture?
0: Well, you mean like any one film or a person?
1: Any one person.
0: Well, I think so. Yeah, I, I, I mean, because there's only been a few films that have ever won all three of those categories. Yeah, you well, know, how
1: often does game. that even happen, too, that you write, direct, and make a best picture?
0: Yeah, and that's the thing is that it's very rare to see that win. And, I mean, Jane Campion would be in very small circles if she did because That'd she be is pretty a producer cool. on Power of the Dog as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, fun fact, too, you know, just thinking about that, you know who else is a major now, like, producing nominee because of this year?
1: No. Bradley
0: Cooper, of all Oh, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. I think now he has just as many producing credits as he does Oscar nominations in terms of, like, films he's been nominated for, for acting and Best Picture Producing. Because he produced Joker. He produced this film. And I think he's got... Oh, he produced Star is Born. Wow. So... He's uh, racking up the noms as a producer. <laughs> right.
1: No, I would love to have someone talk to him about how he has an eye for what's going to work and what everyone's going to love. Because that's he's crazy. He's a smart dude.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, having seen his interviews and stuff, he's a smart guy. So, yeah. So, moving on from there, we got Animated Feature, which I have not seen a single one of these. Oh, no!
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, a lot of these look good and... All the kids in my school keep talking about Encanto, which, hey, mm-hmm. no surprise, that's probably gonna be the lead contender because it got nominated. I would say so, but, yeah. Yeah. Then you got Flea, which is a documentary because it also got nominated for I think also Best International Feature as well.
1: Yeah, I'd really, really want to. And see Best, Best this Documentary. One. So
0: it's yeah. it's in three different categories for animated feature, international film, and documentary feature. Which wow. is pretty impressive. It should honestly.
1: probably probably win this then. But I'd I really mean, really liked in also but that's yeah. astounding oh,
0: that should it's one of the things where it should win but then you know that the mouse is gonna get in like <laughs> you're gonna take my oscar for me gosh dang it yeah <laughs> this <laughs> is my category my house punk. like your title and get out of here <laughs> 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 you are a flea a flea in the my greatness Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, then we got Luca and Mitchells versus the Machines, which I know a lot of people are happy about.
1: Yeah, both of those are visually astounding and deserve to be in this category. I know Luca didn't get a lot of love because everyone was getting kind of tired of Mermaid stories, maybe.
0: Or well, maybe it's also just... just not a great Pixar movie, either. So. Well,
1: that too. Pixar
0: films have this crazy
1: bar, so.
0: Yeah, and then Ryan the Last Dragons, which... I don't think anyone really even cared about that movie at all. So
1: I've seen it.
0: It's fine. Yeah. That's all I really heard was just... Eh. It's way better than
1: Frozen 2. And I know people hearing that are like, yeah, low bar, dude. But, um... I was just
0: going to say. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's pretty low bar to clear. But then, yeah, international feature. Like I said, Flea was on the list here. But also Drive My Car, which is from Japan. And Flea's from Denmark. The Hand of God from Italy, which I did see. Pretty good movie. You know, very, very pretty the worst person in the world from Norway, and then Lunana, a yak in the classroom from Bhutan, which nobody predicted was going to come <laughs> into in the top five because everyone thought it was going to be a hero from Iran, and nope, shut out.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I thought a hero was this year.
0: And that's what I'm saying. It was supposed to be, you know, they thought it was going to be the other contender, and then it's okay. like, no, nope, not enough people saw it or liked it, apparently. so
1: Yeah, I've heard very mixed things about a hero.
0: It's good like i liked it i thought it was really well done but it's not my favorite of any of these ones like i i will say that at least hand of god is prettier looking than that one so that kind of gave it an edge even though i didn't love that one either kind of thing yeah so
1: well norway amazing visuals didn't another round get a lot of or am i
0: confusing another round round, oh yeah no another another round was nominated for international feature and director last year yeah
1: wonderful yeah
0: yeah great movie so then uh, most of the documentaries I don't know here. It's Ascension, Attica, Flea, Summer of Soul, which I've heard about from everybody. Yeah, pretty sure Riding you can Fire. see
1: that on Disney Plus, or maybe that's only in Canada, because Disney Plus has gobbled up a lot of other uh, it's on region Hulu codings here in, in America, Canada. So. Okay, Yeah, yeah, Hulu is one yeah. of the things
0: in Canada Disney Plus has eaten up. Yeah, yeah, because that's the way they folded it up in that
1: I'm way. very happy with it, but it is kind of crazy. They're able to yeah. do
0: that. I mean, and a lot of the technical <laughs> nominees are pretty dominated by a few select films. I mean, mm-hmm. but when you look at cinematography and production design, it's, it's literally the exact same films. Dune, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth, West Side Story. Well, both categories.
1: This <laughs> kind of is a tough one for me. I think Power of the Dog.
0: I think Dune is going to sweep quite a few categories, honestly. Like, Power of the Dog will definitely get some, but I think Dune is going to be a big powerhouse could, in this, you know, you know behind-the-scenes kind of stuff.
1: Could you recommend another Greg Fraser film for me to lean me towards Dune more?
0: Uh, I would say that Greg Fraser is a great cinematographer who hates lights. I've always said that about his cinematography style, is that he hates <laughs> okay. light. He hates <laughs> anything that obscures shadow. <laughs> oh, but, okay. But he also shot Lion. He shot Zero Dark Thirty. He shot, killing them softly. Let me in, Foxcatcher, Rogue One.
1: Okay, uh, The yeah.
0: Mandalorian. He was the main cinematographer on the first season.
1: Uh, well, there you go. Yeah, maybe this yeah. is in the bag for him then
0: yeah he he's kind of the guy who's up and coming as like you know the big thing, except for the fact that he hates lights. I mean, I, I keep saying that he hates lights, he I love shadow, I, he hates light. <laughs>
1: I'm one of the people that's like meh about Rogue One, but oh my gosh, the cinematography and that the Death Star has never looked more beautiful. oh I and more possible to exist and so i I' yeah, will he, say that about Rogue one <laughs>
0: that's very true. I mean he shoots great images, I mean, and he's got the Batman coming up next, so this is oh kind of, yeah dude, yeah, this that is, is a, a great
1: up. drop for the Batman.
0: Yeah, so I think wow. this is definitely going to be his year, honestly. All the other nominees are really good, too, including freaking the guy who did Tragedy Big, Big Beth is Bruno Delbanel, one of my favorite cinematographers right now, too. Cool. So, yeah. He's the guy who shot Inside Lewin Davis and Harry Potter and Half-Blood Prince and those kind of movies, so. Nice. Yeah. And then also you got Original Score, which, you know, it's Don't Look Up from Nicholas Bertel and Dune from Hans Zimmer and Canto from Jermaine Franco. I don't know who that is. Uh... Parallel Mothers from Alberto Iglesias, and then Power of the Dogs by Johnny Greenwood, which all solid picks, honestly. Yeah. And Johnny Greenwood probably it's going to be between him and Hans Zimmer because Hans Zimmer's the guy who's really predicted in this category. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I,
1: I just, I just wish this was Spencer for Johnny Greenwood. I know I've I been agree. petty Spencer's... about this on all of our episodes. but It that was, was the problem so that, that there was,
0: I think there is some rumors that there was a conspiracy going on to try and shut Spencer out and. Kristen Stewart just barely squeaked in. So. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Uh, that's really a bummer. Then original song, I honestly can't really recall. Well, okay. I know Be Alive because I heard that one at the end of King Richard. Yeah. I know Down to Joy because that's the opening song of Belfast. I know No Time for Die because, you know, It's No Time to Die. It's the Bond song kind of thing. hmm Now, the other two here, Dos Ur- Urguitas. Yeah, uh, Dos my, my Urguitas. Spanish rusty. Yeah. Uh, from Encanto, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda. That's why it got in. Well, well, it should be We Don't Talk About Bruno, but we don't have to talk about that. (laughs) They wanted to highlight a a song with actual Spanish performed, I think. But that's
1: like, that's, 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 uh, my brain's broken. That's like internationally everyone's favorite song right now. And they're like, what about the song no one talks about from Encanto? Maybe we should nominate that. I am so confused by this.
0: The same thing happened in Moana, where I'm like, I like that song from Moana, but that's not even my favorite song from that <laughs> Yeah, that's a <laughs> you good know? point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, hey, everyone loves Shiny and you're welcome. Nobody cares about uh, <laughs> yeah. how far I go whatever that song is.
1: It, yeah, my wife was explaining they Disney will always put forward their anthem, even if it's not the best song on the soundtrack.
0: Yep. Or even, uh, uh, what was that one, like Something Pressure, the song from Encanto? Oh,
1: Surface Pressure is one. Yeah, that's the one that everyone else
0: I knew was talking about.
1: And everyone relates to it. Everybody relates to it. It's crazy. If you've ever had to do a job for more than five minutes in retail, you relate to Surface Pressure.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, The one that came out of nowhere, though, is from this film called Four Good Days, which was a Sundance film that most people just thought "Mm -hmm," about. But it goes to my conspiracy theory too. The only reason it got in is because Diane Warren wrote it. Okay. So... Did she pass away? No, she's still alive. She just for some reason the Academy loves Diane Warren. And to be fair, she's written some of the oh, classic okay. songs from way back in the day. You know, like she wrote "I Don't Want to Miss a Thing" by Aerosmith, for one thing. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah I she's, would put she's written Diane a
0: lot of great Warren. songs, but lately she gets nominated for super generic songs <laughs> out of nowhere lately. Just doesn't because it's like maybe. okay, so she was nominated for Breakthrough, that Christian movie that came out a couple years ago. If you remember uh, that yeah. uh, discussion we had with Lorenzo about the songs, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah,
0: and then stuff like Marshall, The Hunting Ground, Beyond the Lights movies. I mean, a few of them that most people are like, I don't even remember what that was, <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, it, it, she's got a legacy behind her, so that's why she's not sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you think this and goes then, to mean, the Bond again, movie? I'm oh, sorry. Do you think this does the the routine and they give it to the Bond movie?
0: I mean, I would say so. It's probably the safest bet, and it's Billie Eilish. She's still pretty much at the top of her ge- Well, I don't have the top of her game in terms of actual talent, but she's popular still. You know. Oh, sure, got, you know, and I enjoyed the, the Bond song.
1: I haven't seen the film yet. I don't know if it relates or if it's any good, but uh, I enjoyed uh,
0: the Bond song. The, the movie itself is pretty, mm, <laughs> for a Bond movie. Well,
1: anything that's almost pushing three hours, I'm always reluctant to sit down at
0: which is a problem. Uh, man, I mean, I got to tell you, though, about the time at some point where my wife, when she went to go see it with my mother and my grandmother, uh-huh. and they just couldn't stop laughing through the movie because at of how Bond ridiculous movie? it got. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> some of the plot points in there are ludicrously weird. <laughs> <laughs> and also the fact that they somehow try to say that Rami Malek is older than Leia Seydoux because of a flashback sequence, except... Both the actors are the same age as each other, so it makes no sense when you see the older yeah, Leia Siddow yeah. in those later scenes.
1: Yeah, I
0: hate that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, best sound is Belfast, Dune, No Time to Die, Power of the Dog, West Side Story. You know, no big surprises there. And yeah, a lot of these it... other technical categories are no big surprises. The only one that stood mm-hmm. out to me is that, okay, Tick Tick Boom got an editing nom, so it wasn't completely shut out other than Andrew Garfield good for me <laughs> very nice uh, cruella was nominated for costume design because that's of the course. trend now of yeah. live action disney films getting costume nominations
1: it's, it's nice it's beautiful clothes it's beautiful clothes yeah, it's about that, fashionistas
0: that's why uh also cyrano because that's the category that joe wright films dominate in no, <laughs> i'm category. sad about
1: that one because cyrano frank said had the best song of the year for him and that that musical got snubbed in all the musical categories that's so weird
0: yeah that was a hard one because i heard a lot of good stuff about it but not enough great stuff in the way yeah, that you needed boy. to get pushed further in the oscars kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah so it's one of those things where it's like it's a very ambitious film and it'll probably get appreciated over time kind of thing yeah but then on top of that the thing that stood out was the best visual effects nominees and this was funny because there was quite a few you know Strange reactions to some of the ones here because I mean, obviously, Dune's the one that's probably going to win this category. Oh, sure. And then No Time to Die, which I mean, sure, those are good effects, relatively speaking. Uh, the Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, I don't fully agree. I think some of the CG's a little weak in that movie, well, but for you know, I me,
1: I wish there was none because Sammy Liu and company are doing the physicality of the performances and selling the desperation of these fights without
0: the cgi yeah so and then why, when it devolves into that weird yeah <laughs> yeah when it devolves into the weird kaiju fight at the end it's like okay no my and that, just...
1: that's my bad i know i'm pissing all over this and it's a great no, movie I, but, but I i'm like why is this here i just want
0: to <laughs> i just want to watch the movie yeah. i just want to watch things happen the
1: conflict between uh, him and his dad is so much cooler than this nonsense about a kaiju yeah that's yeah. my problem that's my bad no
0: i i totally agree i i like saying Shinji, i didn't love it kind of thing at all yeah so uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home was also nominated, which I did really like a lot, and the effects are pretty solid overall in that one. I
1: still haven't seen it.
0: Oh yeah, totally I, I it, might never case.
1: see it just to feel special in this type of way because <laughs> everybody else has.
0: Just to be proven right in your very wrong opinion that they actually fixed the one major problem about Spider-Man in this version.
1: <laughs> uh, maybe yeah, I'll just go the rest of my life being like, you know, yeah, deathbed. They're like, did you feel special in life? Yes. I never saw No Way Home. And then my youngest son will be like, yes, you did, dad. You don't remember it. And I'll be like, who said that? You know, anyways.
0: Uh, but the one that surprised a lot of people was Free Guy getting a nomination, which now I only understood this because have you watched a lot of Corridor Crew, the YouTube channel? I haven't, but I hear they're great. Yeah, it's a great channel about like dissecting visual effect and stunt work in films and those guys, especially people who are working as, like, guests from, you know, professional categories and this stuff, they really liked Free Guy a lot. Oh, cool. Like, as visual effects artists. Because apparently it did a lot of very innovative, subtle digital effect things that, you know, if only if you're a visual effect artist would you even care if you saw it.
1: Oh, okay. Well, everything had yeah. weight to it. And I always appreciate that about special effects. When something well, and looks that's part like of it, it too. has like, weight.
0: There's, there's that specific scene where they crush the street, if you remember that part. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That part is the one that they really highlighted a lot because that one did a lot of that stuff that you said with weight, even with the buildings itself kind of thing. Yeah. So. So, yeah. So that's really the major, you know, run through of the nominees there. I again, it was one of those things where I kept waiting for like to be really pissed off. And while there's some things I don't agree with or some surprises, I wasn't terribly upset with this list at all. You know, I'm like, yeah, it's about as solid as we expected from this year. Yep,
1: I agree. Um, like I said before, some of my snubs are way out of left field, and a lot of people would consider not snubs at all. I like cowboy movies, so harder they fall? Just not this year, man. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, and more stuff for Tick, Tick, Boom, I thought would have been nice. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, not even sound. That's the thing that weirds me out. It's like, why did you have a sound, sound nomination? Come on. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I thought, does the Academy just hate Lin-Manuel Miranda?
0: I don't know. Like, that's the thing where it got a lot of love from the people who saw it, but I guess it's something thing's like, oh, that's a thing for theater nerds, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> right? Stupid theater nerds.
1: Pictures move now on a screen.
0: Yeah, this isn't a stage, dummies. <laughs> <I'm just> like... <laughs> I, I don't get it. Why? It just got so shafted. Like, oh, the but... BAFTAs didn't even nominate it at all.
1: Right? Harrison. I do yeah. hope that in the future, I haven't seen West Side Story yet. I'm sure it's great. But I do like how Lin-Manuel Miranda adapted a stage play by actually having a stage in the oh, movie. Yeah. Like, that was so no, his clever. His
0: invention is brilliant in this movie, honestly. Yeah. yeah, it's really great. I mean, and I've seen some of his versions that he did because he's a humongous nerd for this musical specifically because he was in a bunch of productions of it
1: so, yeah i heard that in the uh special features on youtube yeah. at least him and leslie odom jr better. <laughs> allegedly <laughs> met there yeah yeah too bad yeah. he just didn't have the that's pipes
0: it. i like Well when he sings his own stuff he can't really mm-hmm. sing other people's songs sure yeah, that, yeah and he that's doesn't that's have any singing personally.
1: parts in encanto even though allegedly he was going to be bruno thank goodness he wasn't
0: yeah, it's kind of refreshing. I mean, I like memo overall, but it's nice Same. to not get him overexposed kind of thing.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Indeed. Yeah, and then I thought it was really interesting too. They announced the honorary nominees that they're going, or the honorary winners they're going to give them out to. And I mean, a couple of them are for veterans. We got Elaine May, who's a very notable writer, director, actress from back in the day, and Liv Ullman, also you know notable screen legend. And then Danny Glover is getting a humanitarian award, which is oh, awesome. Wow. And the big one is Samuel Jackson's going to get an honorary Oscar.
1: Yeah, it's
0: about time. I know that's those things where it's like, look, you'll probably never be in a film nominated for an Oscar again in that capacity. Uh, here you mm-hmm. go. <laughs> kind
1: of... Yeah, sorry about the whole Pulp Fiction snub.
0: Uh, I mean, dude, Mark was, that? was amazing in Ed Wood, so
1: that's was well, was he? Um, was he nominated at all for Jules?
0: Oh yeah, yeah no. That, oh, well, if, that if you got the nomination, the toughest... there you go. Yeah. That was one of the toughest supporting actor nominations because it was him, uh, Martin Landau, Gary Sinise from Forrest Gump, and a couple other really deserving nominees that year. That's
1: that is heavy. Wow, yeah,
0: it, dude, ninety four was a great year for the Academy Awards. If you look at the movies that were up that year, so yeah,
1: I do often say pull the strings. So I was gonna say Porter not as strings. yeah not as quotable as Pope Fiction, but no, I'm lying. I say pull the strings all the time.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, but Samuel Jackson also has the uh, you know the quote in the Bible and the, I don't remember asking you a gosh dang thing kind yeah. of stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, it's very quotable. Yeah. Now, one thing I did want to cover quickly, I mean, we don't have to spend too long on this, but you know that yearly tradition, whenever the Oscar nominations come out, right before that, the Razzie nominations come
1: out. The <laughs> Razzie. You know what, I'm going to say this, I have
0: pooped on the Razzies for a long time and I think that the Razzies <laughs> are pretty terrible these days. This list was actually not bad.
1: All <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, let's take a look at it.
0: Yeah. Uh, having looked through a bunch of them, I'm like, nope, this is actually less... Because the problem with the Razzies now is that they're really petty. And like they really only like to pick on either big name stuff or political films. And I'm like, okay, yeah. fine. You don't like films that have different ap- political views. Okay. You don't like big budget nominees and big budget films. Okay, fine. But... If you want to say the worst movie of the year and you ignore obvious picks for those ones, what's wrong with you? This is an interesting situation with what they picked here. So for worst picture of the year, they picked Diana the Musical, which I did not even know was a thing, apparently. Yeah, I've (laughs) heard of
1: it, but I didn't have the heart to actually watch it.
0: I know. That's the thing where it's like, again, I would say maybe it's the royal family trying to smear the musical. But apparently it was also really, really bad
1: from what I heard. I haven't heard anything is... good. I love musicals, but people who also love musicals have told me this will make you hate. So just stay away.
0: That's really sad. And, and I'm well, what a sure stupid director...
1: idea for a musical. Also, no offense to anyone who worked on it. I'm sure you were all fabulous in your own way. But that—that's just a bad idea.
0: Yeah, and you know what's even more upsetting about that? You know who that directed this movie? Who? The guy who directed Come From Away.
1: Oh, that's too
0: bad. Yeah, we love that movie and that stage play, but it's like, oh, I guess it's not always a winner kind of thing. Now, the other one here from Paramount Plus is a movie called Infinite with Mark Wahlberg. I remember seeing this poster, and I know nothing else about this movie.
1: (laughs) Also, haven't heard anything good about it.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much The Matrix, but stupid. (laughs) So, it's (laughs) Matrix Revolutions. (laughs) Which, by the way, I I noticed, I totally forgot about that. Matrix Revolutions, completely shut out for technical categories this year, because everyone hated it
1: (laughs) well and it didn't really bring anything new to the table
0: no the effects weren't even all that good in the matrix so apparently this is even worse from what i've heard so (laughs) but then you got also another deserving movie which i mean it's an obvious pick but yeah it's karen i thought thought
1: this was a spoof trailer for a movie that
0: didn't exist it plays off as one but no i have seen enough of it to say it's a real movie oh my gosh yeah, this is a real thing. So <laughs> that came out and got a bunch of nominations for Taron Manning and a few other things, too. Then one that I feel does legitimately deserve this recognition for a big budget thing is Space Jam 2. Because I'm sorry for everybody else who's on the review with me. Space Jam 2 sucked.
1: Yeah, didn't finish it. Didn't finish <laughs> yeah, it.
0: Yeah, I, I, I grit my teeth and I finished it. It's it's one of the things where <laughs> <Good job. laughs> when I saw it, I, I said in the review that I just kind of had a blank expression on my face the entire time. Just like a... Mm. The entire time. But now that I thought about it, I'm like, it was just such a waste of time and a waste of talent kind of thing. <laughs> not yeah. LeBron James, because he can't have it. And, a, butt, and a waste know? of IP,
1: you know? Like, yeah. if you're well, that's all that shove... really was, though, it was
0: just IP, you know? Exactly.
1: Don't <laughs> shove, consume this in my face and not hide charm and grace
0: behind it. Like, what is wrong with you? Exactly. And then the other worst picture, which I did also see, is The Woman in the Window from Netflix. And it is legitimately terrible.
1: I'm surprised I didn't see this one because I like Amy Adams a lot. But the review was pretty adamant. The review on our side of one of us, pretty adamant not to see
0: this. So I skipped. Yep. Me, Frank, and Melina were all very much like, this was really bad. And especially from such talented people like Amy Adams and Joe Wright. It's just such a bummer. A yeah. Thing. Yeah, but that was clearly one where it was just a doomed project from the start, even with just all the delays to getting it onto Netflix, you know? It was just like, this was just not a thing that was meant to be. (laughs) Uh, And then also we got Worst Director, which, I mean, it's pretty identical with Diana the Musical, Karen the Woman in the Window. But then there's two other notable nominees, which is Rennie Harlan for The Misfits, which is a movie nobody would care about other than Pierce Brosnan's in it, and it's directed by Rennie Harlan. Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) okay. Yeah, I've never heard of it.
0: Uh, for people don't know, Randy Harlan is the guy who did Die Hard Two, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane, Deep Blue Sea. You know, he's not exactly on his A game anymore, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, and bad. then Stephen Chabosky for Dear Evan Hansen was nominated too. Aww, which, I know. There's uh, a very divided reaction to this movie, and I mean, I like. No, and I, some I haven't seen De- it.
1: I haven't seen it, but
0: oh, fair enough. Like, <laughs> I like some of the original musical, but I never really cared about Dear Evan Hansen either. I thought it was a little overrated. Sure. Personally, so I'm not surprised. But when I hear also that it's a very flat adaptation of the musical, too. Yeah, they removed a lot of good songs. Yeah, well, that and also just the staging of it. it is like Steven Chabosky seemed like the wrong pick for this movie. Honestly, like he's a good director mm-hmm. for very small projects, not for big musicals. Honestly, okay. Yeah, he, they picked him because he did Perks of Being a Wallflower. They're like, oh, he does teens things,
1: you know? Oh, he's that's odd.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, worst actor is kind of a who's who, where it's like, okay, the dude from Diana the Musical playing Prince Charles, Mark Wahlberg, LeBron James, Ben Platt for Dear Evan Hansen. Poor Scott Eastwood also nominated again, but to am sure <laughs> he's a really bad actor. Again? <laughs> so, <laughs> he looks like his dad. I know. I'm like, look, he's Chris he's, he's Eastwood's son. He's a good looking dude.
1: Do you think that's he's how not- the agent sells it? Come on. He looks
0: like his yeah. dad. Yeah. It's like, okay, fine. He was in a couple movies that his dad directed that's about the most you can say for his talent he, okay. should, he
1: should he should try his hand at directing maybe that's where all of his talent lies
0: wouldn't that be funny if like suddenly he's like dude <laughs> yeah. scotty was like the best director you have ever seen you wouldn't believe it <laughs> uh man he, he looks so much like his dad now he's getting the crow's feet just like clint eastwood now too yeah crazy <laughs> yeah uh worst actress it's kind of a who's who again you know terry manning for karen Megan Fox, for some movie i never heard of, called Midnight in the Switchgrass, but it's because oh. it's a Bruce Willis movie. Oh, I see. <laughs> so, yeah. He's and in Amy the, Adams, uh, the VHS I, bin, right? Yeah. I'm so pissed that Amy Adams is getting flogged lately with all these kind of things she's been in, because she's such a talented actress, and she's just in a bunch of really bad movies lately. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see what's happening there. Uh, we supporting actor. The one that stood out and kind of shocked everybody, even though... From all accounts, he's the worst part of the movie as Ben Affleck for The Last Duel. Yeah, I like The Last Duel. I like Rashomon. Yeah, but apparently Ben Affleck was the one where like, uh, I thought uh, he, he wasn't was fun.
1: A I mean, it's not his fault. Ridley Scott says, no accents. Just be big and silly. That's how I imagine yeah. Ridley Scott sounds. Yeah, Everything and speaking must of must burn, I bet he says that. Speaking
0: a lot. of big and silly too, the other guy from Ridley Scott film is Jared Leto for his uh, oh, yeah. Paolo Gucci version of Al Gucci.
1: Yeah, there you go. He was probably like, "Hey, I make it a pizza," and Ridley was like, "No,
0: bigger, sillier, burn it down." <laughs> hey, my name is a Luigi. I make it out of pizza. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture Ridley Scott as the emperor now from Star Wars. Yeah,
1: well he's so angry in all his interviews, which is fine, you know. Do he's you, a Ridley grumpy Scott? Old dude. Yeah, he's, he's he's been a grumpy
0: old dude for like the last twenty years, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's also, as I've said, and as Honest Trailer said, he's the best and worst director working today. So. Yeah. yeah. uh speaking of which Mel Gibson was also nominated because I mean, who cares? He was in a movie that nobody saw. Yeah,
1: I've Dangerous. never heard of this either. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's the one with Scott Eastwood, so Oh, okay. Uh, supporting Actress, again, I, I'm i not even going to read a lot of these categories because most of them are just like, you don't know who these people are. They actually pick people who are legitimately actors you don't hear about because they suck right. <laughs> in a lot of these cases.
1: Uh, that's the way to go, yeah.
0: Yeah, but weirdly a double nominee for Amy Adams and Terry Manning, which, again, man, you guys mean. <laughs>
1: oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, her her role in Dear Evan Hansen isn't even that big, I'd and imagine. And it's not even that
0: bad either.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Mostly, again, they're pretty dumb categories like the worst screen combo. I've always hated this category so I'm not even going to read it. Uh, worst prequel remake. That's I'm not even going to read that one, either man, other than saying weird. Tom and Jerry's on it. So, okay. <laughs> Got some attention here. Nah, hot, worst Tom. screenplay. It's a lot of the same ones you saw earlier except for mm-hmm. this other movie called Twist. And again, they're picking movies that we never heard of because they suck. <laughs> there <laughs> kind of you thing. go. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, it's a Oh my goodness! I'm just reading the plot now. It's a adaptation of Oliver Twist, but set in Monday London, uh, and made by Sky Cinema. So it's actually a you know natively made British film, and apparently it's terrible. Huh. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's a musical too. So, oh boy! Can I and have then, some
1: more? I I'm only going to mention this
0: because I'm shocked this exists. But apparently, mm-hmm. instead of doing the other like worst actors of the decade thing or the other niche categories or stupid categories they do. They made a list exclusively for movies that Bruce Willis was in in 2021.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm looking right at it. Wow. I, Workaholic. I can't
0: believe that he did this many movies and that they made a category just to say all the terrible straight-to-video garbage he did this year.
1: Is Surviving the Game a remake?
0: Uh, survive the Game, not oh, Survive Oh,
1: Survive the Game.
0: Yeah, yeah, but seriously, like when you look at all these, it's like, okay, Bruce Willis and Chad Michael Murray. Bruce Willis and frank grillo bruce willis and insert actor here bruce willis and megan fox it's oh yeah
1: there's midnight in the switchgrass that you mentioned
0: earlier yeah, yeah. which means <laughs> megan fox has pretty much gone straight to direct a video for her career now too but it's crazy my goodness bruce willis is in so many terrible movies and from what i understand most of them he was in there for like literally five or ten minutes a piece or even if that yeah <laughs> yeah oh, they bruce they put willis. him on the cover because he sells or sells to certain audiences yeah
1: I don't know. I was a huge Bruce Willis fan when I was younger, like um, going to my adolescent years. I would never see any of these. I don't know what's going on with. Uh, Well, I guess that's where you make your fortune when you're not a, a Lister anymore is in the straight to, is this even streaming anywhere? Like what are these?
0: They're all, again, they're they're things you find in the Walmart bargain bin. They're straight to video. Most of them are terrible. I've seen a few clips from like cynical reviews and some of the YouTube channels that covered them or, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, alan the alien i think the guy's channel is or it's like these are all garbage movies and it's just that's bruce willis's career now it's just showing up for a few minutes apiece because apparently he's burned so many bridges in hollywood lately oh uh, man but part of that is because he's just fed up with hollywood apparently sure like he just I, doesn't
1: was moonrise yeah. kingdom his last um wide release i guess no uh
0: glass was. glass i didn't see a glass Yeah, I, I, but yeah, I can't think of any other films that he's done that would be like, oh yeah, Bruce Willis in a big wide release. Just this this is his thing now. He just does straight to video films, almost, almost intentionally to piss off people. Sure.
1: Well, that's that's where Dolph Lundgren made his big fortune. Also, not that
0: I mean, you know, it
1: it it is what it is. It's his choice. It's it's sad to see because he used to be a star. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's now he's a punchline. Yeah. (laughs) The only other thing I think that he showed up in, I want to say that he also, yeah, he voiced himself in the Lego movie part two when they had a Lego. Now that was uh, a great joke.
1: There. That was a hilarious joke. Have you seen it?
0: I have not. I heard not many good things about that. I,
1: I'll tell but, you the joke real quick. Yeah. Um, The Lego girl who, are you a DJ? Wildstyle. She's crawling around vents trying to get away from this being oh, captured. Okay. And she comes across yeah. Bruce Willis. And she's all like, what? Bruce Willis. What are you doing up here? He's like, oh, um, I'm just hanging out. I don't live up here. I have a home. And then there's in that comedic awkward silence, you know, and then they just kind of crawl past each other and go on their way. <laughs> You should, okay. you should youtube it it's so awkward and funny i laughed and my kids are all like who was that guy And I'm like, i'll am i tell you later i'll tell you later
0: that's literally a joke only for old people right and <laughs>
1: i had no idea it was him i had to look it up but it was him and i thought that's so interesting because it's kind of self-depreciating you know
0: yeah but it's also even more depressing still that having looked on his wikipedia now all of the next 10 projects you have are strict to video garbage too. wow wow so. wow yeah, he, he ain't going nowhere from this this path, unfortunately. Oof. But that's about it. I, you know, I want to make this a little double whammy because, you know, Razzie's are fun to talk about when they're not garbage <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. And that one is pretty solid because, again, it does what the Razzie's should do is pick the worst of the worst. And most of those sound like the worst of the worst. Yeah. But the Oscars also are supposed to pick the best of the best. And most of these are pretty good picks, I would say.
1: A full 10 for
0: once. Woo! Oops any other points before we sign off
1: uh do you think people aren't mad about no way home because it's all just kind of a realization what with the way the world is that this is just kind of a it's the oscars it's not a big deal it's it just is what it is
0: i mean the whole best picture publicity stunt thing was just that it was mostly just get attention for the movie kind of thing they
1: didn't need the attention man it was a weird thing feige did
0: it's disney they always need Uh, the attention. okay (laughs) yeah good point good point yeah (laughs) <laughs> no, they they did that exclusively to say, hey, go watch this movie. It's almost the fourth highest grossing movie of all time. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wow, I, honestly, wow, wow,
0: wow. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking about that, I think it is like in the top five or four highest grossing movies. Probably gonna
1: surpass Avatar domestically is the last news I heard about it.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay, it's at six right now. So it's just about to pass past six if it keeps going for another few weeks, I think. My goodness. <laughs> My goodness. Oh boy. So, yeah, that's all I got to say. Uh, I Thank you guys for listening. I know most people don't care about the situation, but it's interesting. I, I think this was a good year overall for movies. Not like my favorite ever, but there's some standout picks for sure.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: Yeah. So hopefully we'll have more people on for the actual ceremony. I mean, we got a few, what, we got about a month and some days until the ceremony happens. Is it so. a March show? Yes, it's March, so... Yeah, I think that's, that's fine. So we'll see. We're going to probably think of some predictions probably before that. But until you hear us next time, everybody, see ya. Bye-bye.